job hunting. It's the one thing we're never taught as we enter the adult world. Gone are the days of knocking on doors and simply getting a job based on a firm handshake, asking to speak to the hiring manager, and making a good first impression. Today's job hunt has more resources and more opportunities than ever before, but there's no roadmap to ensure that you don't lose your way or your mind when navigating today's complex job market. Welcome to Recruiting Hell. I'm your host and guide, Rob Conlon, and this podcast is for anyone who is frustrated with the current job hunt and looking for guidance as to what to do next to find a new or better job. We're on a mission to educate as many job seekers as possible on how to improve their work life, and since its inception, this show has helped find and secure more than $1.5 million in salaries and benefits for our listeners at new jobs that they love. So please, come and step into my studio, and let's teach you how to get out of the hell that is your job hunt. Hello, and welcome to Recruiting Hell. I'm your host, Rob Conlon. This episode is something a little bit different than normal. However, it definitely fits into our theme, this series of rebuilding and building a better you, building a better job seeker. And this is because one of the things that I've found throughout my career, and of course with research papers I've read, and of course psychological studies that have been done, is that folks that set goals, or folks that try to not necessarily see the future, tend to do better than those that don't. Having that forward-thinking mindset is a tremendously useful gift, and we're going to dip into that a little bit today, and that's kind of the key takeaway I would like for you, the listener, to have, is that looking at where you could be in the future is a tremendously useful skill. And we're going to use that in the guise of giving you not only information about what may happen with your job hunt in 2022, but to use that as sort of a template for you in your job search or career change if you so desire one. So we're going to do my top five predictions for 2022 when it comes to job seekers and the job market. We'll dive right in with the first one here. And this is one that was directly impacted by the pandemic, which is now in its its third year, basically. If you really look at it, the, the initial pieces of the uh, COVID-19 pandemic started in the last days of December of 2019. So here we are two years later, and I think that one of the biggest things we can do is look at what companies are going to do for our job search here and what maybe they need to do to win us as an employee in 2022. And I think that letting you know the knowledge uh, of what companies need to do can help you tremendously build yourself better into a job hunter that is not only more discriminating about the jobs that they take, but also the one a job hunter that is much more able to find a job that is best for them, to find that home environment. I'm reminded of a friend of mine who is a big outdoorsman, and he lives in a fairly rural part of the state. He is a district attorney. He's for a rural county in Wisconsin, and he has a ton of land in which he can to his heart's content. Now, if he lived in my neighborhood, that guy would be gone every weekend up north. But just like he lives out in the middle of nowhere, has his job in a rural county, has whatever he wants to do and whatever makes him happy out there at his fingertips, 
you want to find a job that is very much like that for you. Because number one, it not only will help you with your mental health, but number two, it'll also be more likely that you don't wind up back on the job hunt or rather that you could transition to something much more long term to make your uh, life much more stable. So my first prediction for 2022 for the job hunt and for the job market is number one, the service industry will continue to struggle in 2022 unless it does the following. And there's three things here. Number one, raise the minimum wage being offered. Number two, eliminating work practices that don't value employees like short notice schedule changes and chronic understaffing. Number three, offering better benefits that work toward making jobs like service sector jobs, viable career paths for the long term, or creating jobs that job programs that allow for income advancement beyond an annual review process that maybe nets you 25 to 50 cents a year. Let's back up to, you know, this is reason number one or, or prediction number one, and there's three sub predictions to it. So first one, raise minimum wage. I think that that is not necessarily a mandate in this case. I don't think that you need to legislate that. However, any company that knows their basic economics knows that if you are not getting uh, something at a certain price and there's no supply of that, then you must increase the price at which you are offering uh, to get that. It's a very simple law of supply and demand. And I think that companies that are not offering somewhere in the neighborhood of, depending on where you are in the world, uh, I'm going to do this from a U.S. perspective here just because that's what I know best. If you're not offering between about 14 and $19 based on where you're living in the U.S. per hour right now, you're really not offering a competitive wage. The folks who are offering the seven, eight, and nine dollars uh, an hour for a college degree, they will continue to struggle to find people. They just will. And even if they're they're offering seven, eight, nine dollars an hour for generally more entry level jobs in service industry, fast food, whatever it might be, they're just not competitive. Uh, there are other companies out there that I have figured this out that they can actually get a decent employee for fifteen dollars an hour at a convenience store and that they can still make their margins. Great example of this, one of Wisconsin's home, homegrown companies, Quick Trip, treats their employees tremendously. And actually, this is a great segue into the second second position here. Quick Trip treats their employees quite well. They have great stock options. I have a buddy from college who really made out like a bandit because he got in kind of on the ground floor. Really super cool stuff. But the other part of that is they're offering competitive wage per hour. I just saw an ad on their, their door of one of their stores the other day. 16 an hour, there was a, I want to say a food service shift lead, which again, not a, not the, not a NASA level job, but definitely not something that is, you know, super uh, easy either. I'm sure it had some people management and things like that in there as well. So a reasonable amount of money for, for that. In this case, the one thing that stuck out to me, and this is the point two on uh, prediction number one, is that... It said $16 an hour, first shift, and it said schedule will vary. And that last bit, schedule will vary, companies got to stop doing that. I hope that 2022 is the year that companies realize that they have to give people stability in their jobs. If they don't, people will never come to work for them. And I would encourage you as a job seeker that if you do see schedule variable, unless you really, really like that stuff, unless you really are hard up for that uh, kind of luck of the draw kind of thing, I recommend that you avoid jobs that, that that state that flat out in this case. You know, send that message with not submitting your application by saying, no, I don't want to work that way. Number three, 
Third point on this, uh, as far as first prediction, is offering better benefits that work towards making the jobs like this, you know, in convenience stores, in fast food, in, you know, a big box retail, offering programs and benefits that make these into viable long-term careers. Companies that do that and companies that transform that are the ones that are going to win in 2022 and they're the ones that you should look for to work for in 2022 if you're in this industry or if you are in need of a position simply to pay the bills. Look for the company that is taking its employee seriously, not just as an expendable resource, but as something to be invested in and as something to be uh, treasured because good help is so hard to find, as most supervillains are fond of saying. All right, prediction number two. Companies that that are winning culturally right now are going to continue to win harder and harder in 2022. But companies that make a cultural shift to do things a new way, like successful companies do, will see marked differences in their employee retention. One of the biggest things that I think a lot of companies suffer from, and this is this is kryptonite to me, and I certainly hope it's kryptonite to you, if you are ever at a job or in a job search where somebody says, well, we've always done it this way. That should be like... I can say red flag, but that should be like, I mean, <laughs> like red giant flag. I mean, I'm not even sure what what is, what is worse, fireworks maybe, things like that, red fireworks that tell you to stay away from this position. Because if they've always done it that way, they're obviously not going to take any consideration as to where they should be going in the near future with their company. So... Companies that embrace change are going to be the ones that job hunters and job seekers will win at the most in 2022. Companies that decide to shift from a, we've always done it this way culture, to a, hey, you know what, we've done it this way for a while, perhaps it's worth something new. That is definitely a way to uh, further your search to say, hey, I'm looking for these more progressive companies as far as their thinking and as far as how they are looking at tackling problems for the modern age. So that's my second prediction for 2022, that companies that are winning culturally now will continue to win harder in 2022. Look for these companies. Hey listeners, we're going to take a quick break here for some of the business side of running a podcast. These sponsors not only believe in this show, but they may have a product, service, or even an open position that can help you end your job hunt. Give them a listen and drop by their websites in thanks for their help in supporting this show and your work search. As the host of a podcast about job hunting, I know that my listeners need to make their resumes stand out. I can tell them great things that will increase their chances of getting an interview, but sometimes a picture is worth a thousand words. I'm Rob Conlon, host of Recruiting Hell, and my friends at MyCareerSnapshot.com have what might possibly be one of the best add-ons to what you send companies to help you get hired. With MyCareerSnapshot's Next Gig platform, you'll have a beautifully, professionally designed career summary to make your application stand out. It takes just minutes to get your snapshot ordered. Delivery is prompt and revisions are a snap. I loved my snapshot. It let me put what was important to me, about me, on paper. And the designers even went so far as to do the research on the awards that I've won and included wireframe mock-ups of those logos so my achievements really popped. 
Looking for a great investment in your resume that showcases more than words ever could? Look to MyCareerSnapshot.com and be sure to tell them Rob sent you. Use code HELL22 for up to $70 off your order at MyCareerSnapshot.com. Again, that's MyCareerSnapshot.com, code HELL22. We're back. A big thank you to our sponsors for their offerings as well as you for considering them. On with the show. Number three, 2022 remains a strong year for the employee versus the employer. So 2022, I think, is going to be the year that we really see a major adjustment in compensation structure. And this kind of goes back to one of the points that I made in prediction number one, where companies that are changing their compensation structure will not see a mass exodus. But companies that don't look to actually improve what their employees are doing or improve uh, the way their employees' lives are being lived, whether that is through actual monetary compensation or through meaningful compensation of uh, their employees. And that does not mean, you know, oh, we bought you a pizza party one weekend. That means, you know, oh, we upgraded your health insurance this year. We didn't give you a raise, but we got you better health insurance. That's that's one of those things that you can say, okay, they are looking out for me. They might not be able to do, you know, X number of dollars more an hour, but they've upgraded, you know, this service that is is good for me, or maybe they've increased their 401k match or something along those lines. Those benefits that are, I won't say same as cash, if you will, but that are much more needed than, you know, Little Caesars on a Friday and you get two slices and one of them's cold. You know what I mean? Uh, it's very nice when companies show their appreciation for their employees with pizza parties and fun things like that. But when you show your employees appreciation by simply buying them, you know, what boils down to a couple bucks worth of bread and, and pasta sauce with some cheese on it, that doesn't go a long way. So uh, employers that don't adjust or assist their employees in in making it are going to see a mass exodus. And if you're in a company like this that is, I guess, kind of tone deaf, maybe out of touch with what they are doing for their employees, 2022 is probably a great time for you to look for a new job and look to leave. There was a post on Reddit a few days ago about a older woman that worked in the United Kingdom for a major big box store. I have a feeling it was uh, Tesco, but I don't know. So that, that's kind of what I got from the comments there. But, you know, basically that's, you know, they're kind of their Target or, or Walmart in, in the UK, if you're not familiar with it. But this woman worked for this uh, this large box store grocer chain, and she received a, a holiday gift. And this holiday gift was a small baggie of... Literally items that looked like they'd been uh, emptied out of somebody's, you know, junk drawer in their kitchen or in their study and had very, very tone deaf items, you know, like a mint to make sure that you always have the holiday season on your lips or something like that. Again, that's cute for children. But when you basically bag up a large number of, of trinkets that honestly, for all things, I could have scooped out of, again, my pencil drawer here at my house and, and deposited into bags, that's tone deaf. If your company's doing that, get out. In 2022, it is going to be the year of the employee where you will have the, basically be in the driver's seat. And I think that's a great change for the time being. Now, should it always be that the employee is in the driver's seat? Eh, maybe. Maybe not, 
But, you know, if, if we're thinking in absolutes, that's probably not the, the best thing. But is it really nice to see a, a change into having employees be in charge for once uh, over the past 40 or 50 years? Absolutely. And I think the pendulum swing uh, is going to come back and the employees are going to be even more in control throughout 2022. So seize that opportunity. If you have the ability to ask for a raise, to ask for a new position, a new title that hopefully comes with that extra compensation, this is the year to do it. And here's the thing. If you're looking for a new job outside of your current one, there's a likely opportunity that you can get between 20 and 30% more pay simply by starting at a new company. And I think for 2022, that is going to be a monster reason for folks to continue to look for jobs in their field, in their competitive at their competitors or at companies that they've been uh, in touch with for quite some time. I know that there are uh, a number of people I know who are looking at their their customers in this case and saying, you know what, we've been working together for the past two or three years. Can I come work for you? Because the the train the track that I'm on right here at at wherever is is stagnant. And, you know, it's, it's a really an interesting thing that I have some friends who are, are very much looking to shift their career and make another career jump here this year, taking the skills that they used or that they learned rather at their job right now, putting them into practice at a new position for a higher wage and at uh, a place that definitely values them more for their expertise and for their work. So again, 2022 is the year of the employee. Fourth prediction, 2022 is also the year that we really get slapped in the economy. This one is is a little bit doom and gloom, and that's why I didn't put it first, but I definitely kind of put it towards the back here. I think that in the coming year, we are going to see an economic downturn, and a rather severe one at that. There are a number of factors in both the stock market and in the uh bonds and futures and things like that, that are just, things aren't adding up. And when our leaders here in America, like Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, say, you know what, I should be able to trade stocks and bonds just like anybody else, even though she has insider information, that tends to to tell me that the system is going to either be broken or is going to break at some point in time. So my thought is, is that there is going to be an economic downturn in 2022. So what does the smart job seeker do? The smart job seeker doubles down on their efforts right now to find a new and more stable career and get into it as fast as they can. Hit the ground running. Get those apps pumped out here in the month of January. It is hiring season, folks. It's hiring season. And when you can lock in a position with a brand new company who thinks you are the new hotness right now, that is going to be a very useful thing for you, especially if you can prove yourself in the following three to six months before anything hopefully happens with the economy. Now, again, that's not an insurance against that. That's not a... Uh, way to make yourself recession-proof or anything like that. Nobody's recession-proof, except maybe the city of Madison, Wisconsin. Those guys uh, always seem to have jobs, no matter how bad the economy is. Uh, shout out to my Madison listeners in that case. Not sure how you guys do it. But the biggest thing is to 
get into that new position as fast as you can and get established. Get established and be that resource, be that person that people go, oh man, we how did we survive without this guy or gal before? So I think that that's the big thing is to get in before the storm hits. Get in before the storm hits when it comes to the 2022 or maybe early 2023 economic downturn. It's coming, folks. It really is. And I, I hate to be doom and gloom, and I don't want to sound like I am. I don't I don't give investment advice or anything like that, but I think the stock market has a number of things that are very broken for people like you and me who are not part of the elite rich of the world. So that being said, those are those folks up the chain, they might break things again. So be careful lest we wind up in another 2008 position. Last but not least, my final prediction is that job seekers that look to upgrade their position this year will do better than any other type of job seeker, any other type of person who's looking for work. Now, whether that's getting promoted internally or moving to a new company at a higher position, those folks that reach for that next level are going to be the ones that really, truly win in 2022. And here's why. We talked a little earlier about even how switching companies can net you a 20 to 30 percent boost in pay that's pretty amazing so let's for example say you're currently making 15 dollars an hour at your your gig that's great but your competitor across the street who does the pretty much exact same thing you guys do is offering 19 or 20 dollars an hour to attract some new talent if it's a similar position go take it if they're offering you more money don't have that loyalty to employers unless there is a tremendously good reason to. I've worked for some folks who have, it has been worthwhile to be loyal to in the past. However, and that's because they were amazing people who put together amazing cultures. However, if I really look back at it as to what I am making today with what they were offering back then, you know, this is five or six years ago, I'm making almost 80% more money and I'm still pretty darn happy and I'm much happier to have the 80% more money than I was to maybe have that cultural piece. So there is a balancing act there. There definitely is. But the other thing I would recommend to a lot of folks is that if you're looking to really make it this year, look to take to jump to the next level. Look to grab and walk into that new, maybe it's a manager position. You know, are you a sales rep? Maybe you move to a sales manager where you don't necessarily have to hunt every day for your your paycheck, if you will. However, now again, keep in mind, I've been in sales. Best salespeople often make the worst sales managers, which is kind of a crummy thing. But to just give you an example there, maybe you are a uh, frontline fast food worker. Shift lead is probably not too much different than what you do right now. And it could probably net you a very nice premium for your work with not a ton of extra effort. And of course, if you're looking in that kind of industry, you know, that does not mean that across the street, if they, you're working at McDonald's and there is a Burger King across the street hiring for a shift lead, that that is out of the question for you. You probably have a lot more qualification towards being a manager of your department than you think you do, which is outstanding. So again, my prediction for folks who are looking for work this year is that if you go the extra extra mile and decide, you know what, maybe it's maybe it's a good idea to go for not necessarily a leadership position, but a position that is a step up from where I am, I think that's going to really be where you win, especially if you switch companies. That is going to be one of the the biggest keys where you can stack not only that moving companies bonus of 20 to 30% on top of 
what is hopefully a very nice responsibility bonus from being uh, and becoming a manager or a next level up, whatever that is in your organization and, and really benefiting from that. Because, you know, if you're moving from $15 an hour to $19 an hour, and then there's another 3 to $4 an hour for a uh, a shift lead or whatever it might be, if you're looking at that all told, that you are moving from 15 to $23 an hour, that is a whole different income bracket for a lot of people, which is outstanding. So I would encourage you that if there's an opportunity to move up this year, you take it. And that I think is where people are truly going to win really hard in the job hunt in 2022. So that's what I've got for you, folks. Five predictions, each with about three little sub sub points and sub predictions, if you will, for 2022. We will check these out at the end of the year and see where where I wound up. You know, was there an economic crash? Did did companies that uh, culturally, you know, are, are we still hearing people have the well, nobody wants to work anymore? Well, maybe you've got the bad culture, dude. You know that kind of deal. Are we still seeing that in December of 2022 or very early 2023? I don't know yet, but I have a feeling that we might be. So, other than that, have a fantastic new year. I hope you've got some great resolutions. My resolution is to make you better and better content and continue to push uh, this whole podcasting thing forward for myself. It's uh, really been starting to pay some some unique dividends of late, and I certainly hope that if you're starting side projects that you'll let me know about them. If you get jobs, that you'll let me know about them. And if I can be a resource to you here in the year of 2022, you know where to find me, either via LinkedIn, of course, or through the email address, the recruiting hell podcast at gmail.com. As we draw this episode to a close, remember you are worth more than your work. Your value to society is not dictated by what you do to pay your bills. Job hunting is difficult, no matter your age, gender, location, or background. And it's both acceptable and to your benefit to seek every bit of help in conquering this challenge. For more from Recruiting Hell, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast player or our YouTube channel. And don't forget to leave a review of the show if your podcast platform allows it. It's tremendously helpful. Connect with Rob via LinkedIn. Be sure to visit recruiting-hell.com to subscribe to our newsletter. And of course, follow the show all across social media. Just look for the orange and blue flame logo. Recruiting Hell is a production of Westport Studios and is proudly made in Wisconsin. Lastly, be sure to visit and support our sponsors. They make it possible to do this show and make it better every single week. Remember, your job hunt is a marathon, not a sprint, and Recruiting Hell will be here to help you keep pace. Thanks for listening. Thank you.